0: I think a lot of us are trying to understand people that have differing viewpoints uh, from us during this pandemic and trying to be as kind as possible so that, you know, these relationships that we've built over years just don't crumble Uh, In this pandemic, uh, 51% of Ontario residents are saying that they will be celebrating only with their immediate household over the holidays. This is from a forum research poll that was released today. 41% will celebrate with their household and extended family. And 7% are throwing caution to the wind and they will celebrate without restrictions. Now, today we've heard just uh, situations where people have been waiting and waiting and running around and trying to book on the provincial portal and trying to get on waiting lists uh, now that eligibility has been um, expanded to 18-plus for booster shots in the province. It's a bit of a nightmare scenario, some people lucking out. Just make sure if you do get an earlier appointment that you cancel other appointments that you had because you want to make sure you free up dates for people so that we can all get – uh, fully vaccinated as quickly as possible, and our boosters as quick as possible, because that is just another thing that will help stop the spread of COVID nineteen and protect you. And really, at the end of the day, we may differ on our views, but I really do. I mean, I don't want to lose audience here. I don't. I want everybody to safely make it through this wave. And Omicron is here, and we're going to have to deal with it. Uh, But people are going to be readjusting their Christmas plans. Got an email today from um, a listener said, we requested both sides of the family, including us, to take the rapid test the day before. We usually celebrate Christmas Eve with my wife's side and then Christmas Day with mine. My wife's sister refuses to take the test and her whole family is not vaxxed. So she's operating on a, and I don't understand this rationale. I do not. I would rather not know scenario. You'd rather not know. I'd rather know and lock myself down. Come on. So back to the email, he said, so now we won't be attending Christmas Eve at my in-laws. And this has caused a huge fight within the family. My in-laws now are not going to be hosting anymore. As they say, it's either all of us or none of us. Big, big drama. I bet you he's not alone. Janet Schmidt joins us now. She's associate trainer for mediation services in Winnipeg. And Janet, um, I read a bit of uh, what you're doing in Winnipeg at the CBC website, and I thought I would call you uh, and see if you could join us on the show because you guys are actually trying to help people navigate uh, what can be a stressful holiday for you know, in, in, even in normal times, but even more stressful with the pandemic, with people with differing views on how safe they feel and where they want to be as far as vaccination and uh, just people that have uh, decided to go separate ways when it comes to facts. So if you're dreading the holiday COVID-19 conversations, you have strategies.
1: Yes, I believe we do. Um, And there are lots of opposing views on this one that, We're struggling with is my observation. We as a society are struggling with.
0: It does get frustrating because I'm, I I know that there are people that have an agenda that listen to talk radio. And as soon as I open up the phone lines, they are going to call and try and further that agenda based on what I've seen in the past. It gets frustrating for me. I have to sometimes cut them off and sometimes say, no, we're going to root it. In fact, here, these are the facts, uh, not your facts, these are the scientific facts that have been vetted and, uh, and peer-reviewed. Uh, that's apparently not the best course of action when you're dealing with family. Can you can you talk about that?
1: Well, there's a couple things. Um, in conflict resolution, sometimes I refer to the rule of the four Fs. And I've seen this a lot in um, these conversations. Other ones as well, but this one's more heated than others. And it's feelings first, facts follow. And what I see is some people start the conversation from an emotional place. I feel like this is true, that kind of thing. And another group starts from more of a fact-oriented um, orientation, um, like you were saying a couple of minutes ago. And so how, we need to navigate that uh, without a doubt. The other thing that I have observed is, I. Another thing saying in, in our work is uh, healthy conflict is about disagreeing about issues. And that requires listening, speaking our truth, a debate, sharing our respective sources, etc., cetera, et cetera. Unhealthy conflict, which I've seen tons of on this issue, is about disagreeing on issues but being disrespectful in that conversation. So don't make it personal. Well, and don't judge people, uh, right? You know, sheep or selfish or all of these things, those are judgments and doesn't work for people. It makes them defensive, makes them angry. And then it's hard to have a reasonable conversation about, about the situation.
0: Okay, but we make judgments all the time being humans. You're saying don't make those judgments known to the other person you want to try and temper your reaction to what they're saying so absolutely
1: and um i in my own head i find myself judging the other side all the time but in my conversation with them um, and occasionally i even bent that to people who think like me but when i talk to people who disagree with me um a mature adult response i would argue is to say what do you think and why, and how did you get there? And can you sh- listen to my version too? I mean, the other thing, Heather, that I, I see is there's two conversations that we're constantly conflating. One of them is the what, like what, what I believe about COVID, what I, I believe about government's role, and, and it's what I believe about scientists and pharmaceutical companies and all of that stuff, right? But the second conversation, which is the conversation people need to have with Christmas coming, is how are we going to navigate being together, given that we disagree about the what? And if you try to have a what and how conversation at the same time, it will never be productive. With people who are unvaxxed, so, right, that's the side that I'm on. I I would just say, look, I want to see you. And I know you don't. Aren't concerned about this, but I am. And so I need to be true to my understanding as you can be true to your understanding. And now let's figure out where we can be together. And in some cases, that means not inside together, Mm -hmm. but it means maybe we can do it this way or that way. Um, So we need to be flexible, uh, but don't have an argument about COVID when you're trying to navigate who's going to show up at dinner. Because that will never go well,
0: right? But you can you, you can say I'm not comfortable with somebody not uh, unvaccinated coming for dinner. I I know this might hurt your feelings, but it's my comfort level. Uh, we're hosting, and this is the way it is. So uh, let's let's go for a walk at some point with masks on. Maybe it's a Christmas walk. Find
1: another way to see them. Yes, absolutely. And they're not going to be happy with uh, not being invited to the Christmas party in that particular Well, they've scenario, made their choice. But they've made your their choice. And you're making the choice that you feel is responsible. What I find is people giving in one way or the other, and not talking and finding mm-hmm. a comfort place, and then being profoundly um, resentful, and then losing it in a completely different context, right? Because if you feel like you're being uh, making choices that are irresponsible and put other people in your life at risk and you go along with it because you can't be assertive and speak your truth, you're going to get resentful and that also will affect the relationship. I mean, well, and our, also our our actions- just,
0: yeah, I understand that you're trying to uh, mediate things and make things, but also you're you're potentially putting people at risk of getting COVID and everybody's trying to avoid it. So I I think it's fair to say you're dealing with a different kind of uh, family dynamic now.
1: Yes. Uh, Well, we have been for a long time, right? What I often Mm -hmm. say to people is, look, I'm not, I'm healthy. I'm not particularly concerned unless I'm one of the random ones that get sick for whatever reason. But I visit a 92 year old woman and I don't want to be the conduit to COVID into her life and have her die that awful death. Like, I just refuse to take that risk. And if you can't accept that, then we're just going to have to create some space for a while. But I still would like to see you in a walk or whatever. But if you choose not, that's your choice.
0: It's going to be a tough holiday. Like, I actually had a, a, a listener say that he is basically, the anybody that comes to Christmas at their place cannot talk about COVID at all. And I thought that's an interesting strategy, but good luck with that because it's affected every uh, e- every part of our lives. I don't think you can t- even tell a story without COVID now.
1: Because it's been so long. I, yeah. I think it's possible. It would, take, it would be really hard for most of us. I would agree. I mean, I've been part of groups where we've just agreed we're not going to talk about something for the evening because it's too hot. Um, and then we say, we, we have this joke, is that if you can't stop yourself from talking about it, then you need to go outside on the porch, and we hope it's really cold, right? <laughs> you have the conversation outside, but inside, we're not going to have it, because we don't want to argue, and we talked about thousands of things before COVID, right? So, let's access that part of our lives. So, I mean, the problem with putting in rules without everybody agreeing, it can cause its own type of resentment, right? Like I see people um, like, I, you know, health rules are safe. Even if people think that COVID isn't real, you can just say, I do believe it. And I believe this is how I can stay safe. So let's find a plan B. But um, I mean, the problem this round is every, it, the rules are changing so quickly. So everybody mm-hmm. had their plans. And so everybody, myself included, are needing to rejig events, you know, not have certain events um, uh, just because of being exposed too widely. Uh, so that's hard. You're in essence disinviting people. So that's just a whole new layer. I, I don't know. Should we not be taught a class on disappointment when
0: we're kids? I mean, dealing yeah. with it, I just find it amazing that people are so upset over holiday plans being uh, messed up. Honestly, uh, grow up a bit. Grow up a bit. It's uh, You're not a, a, like a little child that can't deal with this. That's life. Life pivots and changes.
1: So, I mean, um, you
0: might think I'd be horrible at at mediating, but I think really we have to stand back and realize these are unusual times. It's not going to be forever. But um, if you are trying to navigate your way around a difficult conversation, and I know family dynamics are like sometimes it's just dynamite ready to explode. Um, You've put together an online course.
1: Yes, we have. Um, yeah, in family, just the side comment, in family, we often, um, you know, the child comes out in us, right? The the, the dynamics oh, yeah, of when we were kids. So sure. it's even more difficult to be respectful. But yes, it's called COVID Conversations, a roadmap to existing together with opposing views. Um, it's regularly $187. It's a one day kind of online course, but you can take it in you know, an hour here, a half an hour there, that kind of thing. And for the month of December, it is $110. And I would encourage people, if if you expect to have difficult conversations and you want to stay grounded and speak your truth uh, and be the best version of yourself uh, by still being an adult, right, Mm -hmm. but not giving in, um, take the course. You'll get some ideas and tools on how to navigate those conversations better.
0: I appreciate your time today, Janet. I think, you know, it could be money we're spent for people that really do have a family that, uh, you know, it's it's things get hot and fiery. And sometimes you hear about those family uh, dramas and, and explosions where people won't speak to each other for years. I've never had that situation. My family's not really like that. Uh, but I get it. If yours is, hey, it, any, any tools that'll help you navigate this potentially explosive and, and divisive, uh, holiday season, uh, are good. I appreciate your time, Janet. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Have, Have a, a, good a great one. day.